0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Being Inspired Radio Show. I am your host, Amanda Johnson, and today I am again excited to share with you another guest and a guest you have heard from before on this show if you have been following along for some time, and if not, you're going to fall in love with her all over again or go back and listen to the other episode later. But I'm really excited today because the theme, the idea that has come forward from my guest's work in this world for why she is here in this world is super exciting to me. It became very clear that we are going to be talking about why you're here. Why am I here? Why are we all here today? And we're going to look at that through a really, I think, unique lens or a lens that you haven't thought of looking at it through in this way. And so I am so excited to share with you um, today our guest, Jacqueline Wallach. And Jacqueline is a genealogical researcher and storyteller who believes we are all supposed to be here. Jacqueline is a proud member of the Association of Professional Genealogists. Through experience, online trainings, and conferences, Jacqueline has built her skills as a genealogist, with a keen eye for researching and a heart for creating authentic connections, Jacqueline guides her clients to weave their family story through genealogical research in a way that reveals more to us that meets the eye. We each have a lineage and family that came before us and even after us in order for us to be exactly who we are today. When she's not researching, Jacqueline loves to explore gardens and old estates, play with her hashtag foster fail cat Rue, do yoga, hike with her fiance, travel, learn new languages, or at least cool words, and watch friends on repeat. So my intention with this is for us to have inspired conversations. And we do that by launching the conversation off using a quote or a reflection or some passage from an author, a teacher, a book that has served me on my journey. And so today, preparing for this episode with Jacqueline, who obviously has this incredible passion for genealogy and our stories and our lineage and why we're here, I found myself guided to Eckhart Tolle. And Eckhart Tolle is such a root teacher of mine. And it was after looking through various other texts that I landed on this quote. And I don't think it could be any more perfect for our conversation. So I'm going to read this quote for you all to hear, for you all to feel impressed by and for you to hear what is in these words for you. As an avid reader and as a writer myself, I know how important language can be in conveying truths and messages. So, the quote that I want to use to sh- launch our conversation today is this You are here to enable the divine purpose of the universe to unfold. That is how important you are. That's Eckhart Tolle's introduction to the power of now. And I'm going to read it one more time. And then Jacqueline, I would love your your take on this, knowing what you are here to share and to how you are here to serve others. But Eckhart reminds us that you are here to enable the divine purpose of the universe to unfold. That is how important you are. Jacqueline, what does that bring up for you?
1: Well, I was sitting here as you were sharing that quote, because this is the first time I'm hearing it from you as well. And I just got chills throughout my whole body and almost like a sense of, whew, that is very true, very powerful. And with the work that I do, and we're going to be talking about this a little more, I come from a genealogical perspective, the research perspective, but I also have this background in a lot of the spiritual practices and mindfulness, which um, if anyone heard me when you and I spoke together, we did talk about mindfulness practices a lot. The point is, is that this is just, it's powerful to recognize that We are multifaceted and the way that we can really harness and understand that is becoming present and understanding who we are in this moment. And part of that is understanding who we are in this moment as one might say spirit. And part of that is also understanding who we are through our ancestral lineage. Like not everyone is going to agree with me on this, but a lot of times if you're someone who believes in past lives and that you chose this lifetime, you also chose the lineage you came from to learn those lessons, and I think that's really, really powerful to recognize that when you are in that moment, that is how you can work with the universe and make a difference in the world.
0: Yeah, uh, and that's kind of what that quote's coming up for me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's get into that because I think that is so awesome, and the fact that we each are here, as you said, you're we're you're, you're supposed to be here. There's no, there's no accident. That's what I get from this idea that there is no accident to us being here. And not only like, I love what you said, is it for us to understand that in this present moment, who are we as spirits? Who are we also in terms of where have we come from and how has that played a part in the divine purpose of the universe unfolding, right? The, the universe has been around for how, how many billions trillions i i don't know i'm not a scientist you might know this information right this is like we're we're just we're kind of we're new in <laughs> the entire universe is unfolding mm-hmm. and so and yet we have a past and we have a history and we have a lineage and i want to now understand how you weave all of this together to help other people or even to help yourself understand your purpose and understand why you are here so that's my first question how does Genealogy and the understanding of our ancestors and our lineage help us better understand why we are here. Oh, that is such a good question, and I'm so glad we're starting on that.
1: <laughs> um, so I think even before addressing that question um, is, to, is to explain what genealogy actually is. Um, I feel like a lot of people know what it is, but they're not 100 percent sure. So um especially now on TV on the radio online you're seeing advertisements for things like ancestry DNA testing and 23andme DNA testing um to see you know where your genetic makeup is from there's a whole slew of things it's not it's not like your DNA knows exactly where you're from that kind of has to do with the migration and ways people have moved throughout history and the uh the human genome and lots of other stuff, but that is a piece of genealogy. This is actually a much newer piece of genealogy, but genealogy kind of goes back to even before like our time now, especially people with prominent families, being able to trace the family as far back as possible, being able to know who came before you, who they were, what their stories were. And that is through today, what we do is through documentation, through storytelling through DNA. It's kind of a mixed bag of everything to help prove that you and your ancestors are, or those stories are true. So there's a sense of kind of like, if you're a historian, um, if you know someone who wants to prove that something happened to a specific thing in history, You're going to use paper trails to prove that something happened. And in genealogy, we're there to show that, yes, this is where you came from. Let me show you through papers, through stories, through diaries, through photographs, that these people and their stories came before you. And actually, you're part of that. You're part of that genealogical process. So a lot of times in genealogy, we say start with yourself before you even do research on anyone else, because you know yourself best, you have the most stories, and you are part of that lineage. So that is a a general explanation of genealogy. It's the story of who you are, following your lineage, and then also integrating family history through the storytelling.
0: So yeah, and and, and thank you for breaking that down. And also the idea that we need to start with ourselves. That's fascinating, by the way. I love that. Like we are a part of it. So let's start with us and we can trace back and we can follow the stories. The question is, how does that, knowing where we come from, knowing those stories, knowing those people, how does that support us or help us in better understanding our purpose or why we are here? you know, how you say we're all supposed to be here, and how does this process of genealogy support us in that knowing or in that clarity or that understanding?
1: So one of the things I just want to point out is I was sitting like a few days before Mother's Day this past May, and I was sitting there thinking, how many mothers did it take for me to even be here, for me to even exist in this body? And I may have had to do some recalculations, but it's, I think 15 women going back just to my two times great grandparents. It took 15 women for me to be birthed. And that's just biologically speaking. (laughs) And then it's the same thing for fathers. It took that many people. So 30 people just going back to my two times great grandparents for me to even exist. So that's number one. I just, I, I want people who are listening to realize that it took an enormous number of different stories of different people for you to even be here to begin with. Like that's that's huge. And then the other thing too is is that once you're here, it's not always just about, I mean, purpose is, you know, is not just the work that we do. It's how do we want to show up in our lives? And I think a lot of times for many of us, and I know for myself for many, many years, I almost wanted to deny my lineage or like not really pay much attention to it. Um, for those who are, you know, who are listening, I come from an Eastern European Jewish background. And I was afraid to even say that for a very long time. I was actually ashamed of saying that um, because I remember when I was younger, I went to Europe with like a group of people. I must have been in college. So I was maybe 19 years old. And someone used the expression when they were shortchanged, someone Jewed me. And to be honest, growing up where I was, I had never heard that expression said to me. And I was shocked because in my mind, anti-Semitism didn't exist anymore. And so, like, I felt a lot of shame around that. And so, for many years, probably between you know my teenage years and through a good part of my twenties, I didn't want to know. Like, I, I knew my lineage. I was really excited. I loved learning about the family tree part of it. I loved to know the names of the people. That was amazing to me. But I really didn't really want to know about my lineage and really understand it. And so I mean I speaking for myself when I can when I do this work with other people I also do it for myself. I realize that the stories that were perpetuating from generation to generation the fear that a lot of my ancestors had for hundreds if not I mean maybe thousands but definitely hundreds and hundreds of years not having their own place, not knowing where to go. i see seen that, you know, a lot of these same patterns might be for me, like, I'm afraid of being seen. I'm afraid of, you know, showing up or letting people know who I really am. And so I've learned in my own sense, just because of my own curiosity to know the names of the people who came before me, and to know that there were people who came before me, that I was supposed to be here and to uncover all of these cycles that have been going on from generation to generation. That's my own understanding and my own story for other people to know that they're, you know, for, for other people to know that they're supposed to be here. The biggest thing that I've seen, which I love is just people want to know the people who came before them to know that they're part of the tapestry of the world. They want to know the names. And when we know the names of the people who came before us and we know their stories, And we can then see how they integrate with us, whether that their stories of joy and happiness and miracles or their stories of despair or something that's so horrible, they still have been passed down from generation to generation. And when we can recognize what's come before us, we can then become present to know who we are in this moment. And that just starts by looking at the genealogical process and seeing who's there before us.
0: I am hearing a couple major things that I want to point out because this is awesome. And I'm hearing that by looking to our past, to our lineage, knowing the stories, knowing their names, we are able to do a couple of things. One is I heard you say, we're able to see ourselves as part of the tapestry of this, this world, this life, this universe. And that for me, gives me a sense of connectedness, gives me a sense of, I'm not alone. And, And I'm, And in a sense, there is a reason I'm here, or at least to your point, it took how many people, dozens, if not hundreds, if not thousands, depending on how far back we go, right, to be here. And that is in its own way, I feel such a a spiritual truth that we are all here to ultimately remember. Equally, I hear you talking about the importance of understanding the stories and the people and the lineage we come from so that we can evolve forward or we can, you said, you know, uncover these perhaps cycles, patterns, fears, whatever it is that has been going on in our lineage. And, I, and that doesn't necessarily need to be stories of despair, though it probably will be for many of us, right, the, the lineages of, of, of that. Um, and I feel like that's such a powerful remembrance as well. There's, we aren't here by chance. We aren't here just because, and can we feel empowered then to better understand our store, our own stories and the stories of those who precede us so that we can evolve forward, that which needs to be evolved forward. Would you agree with that? Is that what you're saying? Yeah.
1: Yes, uh definitely spot on. I love how you broke that down a bit more and explained that and took everything I said it, It's funny because like you and I had actually spoken before, and so I want to bring other people into our conversation is that a lot of times we see genealogy and history as very academic, and it can't be integrated necessarily with something. More spiritual and things that are more spiritual can't necessarily be can't necessarily work with things that are more academic in nature. And time and time again, I've always I've always felt that I have to bring these two together because we are both spirit and we're both human beings and we need both. We need proof and we need to also feel and experience. And so for me, doing the genealogical work, I love researching. I love getting into the nitty gritty. I love putting the puzzle pieces together. That is my logical human brain and I love it. And then there's this other side of me that knows there's like a deeper understanding of all of this at the same time. And when you were talking before that, saying that like we're all connected and yet we acknowledge our lineage, um that's also the name of my business is your story genealogy, but your is in parentheses because it is both your story And it is the story of all of us, because we're all part of it. And yet it's also ours. It's both.
0: That's awesome, right? So yeah, it's like the your or our story, which is very powerful. And I'd love to ask too, if you could give an example, because I know we did get a chance to talk a little bit about this. And I think this can really drive it home for those listening, in terms of how does this, what does this look like? And using your own life experience or that of someone else's is fine. But How does this show up for you in terms of as you understand your own stories and more specifically the stories of those who come before you? And you said yourself that you were an Eastern European Jew and you shared a little example of how that um, has brought some shame. But that's been many years ago now. How is it in your own life now by understanding that you now have a clearer picture perhaps of what you are here for or how you are here to you know evolve or again how has this shaped your own understanding of your purpose and why you're here
1: for me because this can go pretty deep so I'm trying to find the best way to come come into it the idea of, of the shame that that does come up has you know again has to do with what's been passed down from generation to generation. So with my own family, they lived in uh, Eastern Europe. So the borders changed a lot, but they lived in something called shtetls, which is like little towns where, or sometimes bustling towns, where uh, Eastern European Jews um, used to live. And depending on where they were, a lot of times they kind of had to stay within themselves. They weren't really seen as proper citizens of the country where they stayed, but not all the time. There's many examples of Eastern European Jews being part of the, you know, depending on the time period, the larger community as medical doctors or politicians. But, you know, it took a lot longer for them to become part of that community. But there's always this cycle of my people being accepted and then being scapegoated, accepted and then being scapegoated, accepted and and being scapegoated. And, you know, it's something you learn growing up, but it's also something either you hear it over and over again, and then either you acknowledge it, and you can become a victim of it, or you can ignore it and try not to deal with it. But I'm kind of choosing something else. And I'm choosing to notice that because I'm able to do my genealogical work and see where people have come from. So my, a lot of my family came just before world war one, but in many of these towns where they came from, there was something called pogrom, which is, uh, this is in Russia when the Russian Cossacks used to come in and basically pillage and kill and burn towns because they were Jewish. So this is way before world war two. Uh, and even before World War 1, but you know, that a lot of that also happened in World War 1. So, for me to do this research, like I said originally, it was just cuz I was curious. I wanted to know that my family mattered in the tapestry of the world. That's why I started doing the work that I do, or at least for myself before I went into it professionally. I wanted to know more about my family. I wanted to know that they mattered or that and I think even after all that that even I mattered. And I was, you know, that again, like maybe the term in my head wasn't I'm supposed to be here, but it was that I mattered and that my family mattered. You know, like you watch a lot of those shows on TV, like who do you think you are or Genealogy Roadshow, you know, for a lot of times I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I wish I knew that. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. I actually just I, I was there I was sitting one day and I heard this whisper, like search for your grandfather's military records or like the story that he told you about when he was um, in World War II on D-Day. And that's kind of what catapulted me into doing this work that I do. And because I was curious, it's, it doesn't necessarily—it didn't necessarily come to me as like, oh, I need to like do genealogical work to unwrap all of the shame. <laughs> it was not like that at all. I just wanted to know the names of my family. But what the result of it was is that I'm unearthing so much of this energy that has been passed down from me, to me, generation after generation after generation that i can understand both both the the victimhood but also the perseverance and the amazing spirit of the people who came before me to persevere and make something of themselves whether it was that generation
0: or generations after yeah. and i'm i'm feel that feels so expansive and like I, what I'm hearing you say is the reason you do this work and the reason that others may feel called, you know, to, to, or maybe they already have been called and they're doing this themselves is to remember why we matter, that we do matter because we do come from this history. And I love that you shined the light on, we could go the route of victim because I think that is one very common route to go. You know, this is my story and here's the story of my ancestors and the story of them and and therefore I am now a victim to that or we ignore it because we just don't want to, you know, pay attention or even we don't care or we don't want to know. And then you're you're saying there's something else here. We can we can acknowledge it. We can be aware of it and we don't need to choose victimhood. We can actually choose to see See it for what it is. And then again, feel that deeper connection and that deeper knowing and maybe see the perseverance or see the other, just see all of it and then see how we are, we play, we are a part of that continuing on whether or not we need to clear shame or not. And I love that you said that you didn't, you didn't necessarily even know that that was a part of this. That may have been a result of you connecting deeper to who you come from. And so that's, that was very powerful for me to hear. With that, I want to honor our time together and our listeners time and keep them with us for a few more minutes as we get to know a little bit more about you specifically. And uh, yeah, what inspires you and what lights you up and how you are of service and how they can of course connect with you even more and even more deeply. So I always ask these questions of my guests at the end of each show and I would like to start with the first question which is who is a source of inspiration for you and why. The truth is is uh especially after doing this work is my
1: great grandfather who actually smuggled people out of Russia on horseback and may have been caught by the Cossacks and killed, but he just did it anyway. Because he was like, I got to do it. I got to help people. And then he came over to America and started a whole new life. Um, I'm very inspired by by him doing that and the fact that he had all that courage to be able to do that, to go against the grain like that.
0: That's powerful. And another testament, again, to the 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 value importance uh, and power of knowing where we come from that's that's incredible what place or activity is most inspiring to you right now
1: (laughs) definitely going and i and i know you mentioned this at the beginning but definitely going into nature but places that have history to it in terms of like family history um even yesterday, I I went to a property that I go to often and I just kind of stood there and, and took a deep breath and was like, oh my God, like I get to do this. This is so cool. I get to be a part of the energy of that family and get to be a part of the energy of that land.
0: My two favorite things. That's amazing. And again, this is to me what I love about these questions and even you having been on the show before and answering them before. But what I love about these questions is that everyone's answers are so different. And that's such a testament again, to the uniqueness of our tapestry and the fact that it's so multifaceted. So just, I love that about getting to know people um, and why I do this show and why those listening, I think also get a, get a peek into the various colors of threads, et cetera, that weaves this all together. So awesome. Because I would say that's not an answer I've heard before. So thank you. You're I love welcome. this line, especially for those of us who are avid readers out there. Is there a favorite book or some, you know, work that has touched you or inspired you on your journey? There's a lot of them.
1: It really depends on, on the moment I am in my life, I think. It depends what it is that I need or what I'm looking for. But to tell you the truth, I love reading, I love reading books, um, like Eckhart Tolle or reading something that's more like spiritual self-help, but I also really love reading historical fiction books. I just feel like they bring things alive and like they get me really excited and happy. Her name is Philippa Gregory. She wrote The Other Boleyn Girl, but she also wrote a book called The Queen's Fool. Um, and it's funny. Um, I actually just picked up the book by accident and it actually is about this young girl during the time of Elizabeth the I in England and this girl was fleeing from Spain for being Jewish, but she was also a seer and she could also like channel stuff. and I thought that was just really cool. <laughs> so oh. I just I was able to like get into into that and that actually also inspired me to want to learn more about. Just my people and my lineage in general.
0: That's incredible. <laughs> so great. Yeah. As you so started random. to describe the book, I'm thinking, oh, that sounds fascinating. So,
1: yeah. Incredible. I mean, there's a lot of historical um, accuracy in it, but obviously, also a lot of fiction in it. So the woman who, wr- who writes it always does a lot of research on the the people that she writes about in her books. But then she adds her own little twists or adds, you know, maybe certain characters or certain things. So that's always fun because you get to all, it's like it, it happened, but it also didn't
0: happen, which is really cool to me. I don't know. I like, I like both sides of that, that it can be real and also unreal. Well, Yeah. And we could go on to a whole nother philosophical conversation about that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: definitely. Definitely. Awesome.
0: Well, now what are you currently working on or creating or doing in your life personally, professionally, that is really inspiring you? Yeah. So. Um,
1: as of today, in less than one week, I'm actually going to be going to Poland to be visiting one of my ancestors' lands, uh, which should be really interesting and eye-opening. Uh, I've been to Europe, but I've never been to Poland. So, um, and what's really cool is only very recently I was able to find documents on the town where my, my, my great-grandmother's parents are from which would mean this is also where she was from because she also grew up in the same town where they lived. And hopefully, from going with the group, they said that they might be able to take me to her town, which would be amazing. And the fact that I have her parents' marriage records and I was able to work with a translator and find out about this is just incredible. And this is why I talk about genealogy being really important in this work because ancestral work is important. But the fact that I have a document to prove and to show that this is real in this lifetime, makes it even more powerful. So that's one thing I'm working on, is going to Poland and being able to see that. Um, And then also in the work that um, I'm doing, I I have a few things that I do with, with my clients, but one of the main things I do is I have a service called Discover Your Story, which is essentially genealogical services where you and I would sit down and talk and we would see what it is you wanted to know about your family and I'd work with you to help you find that. But I also find it's important that I'm a partner along the way and that we talk and share all of the insights or the the discoveries I've made or any questions you have and work together that way because, again, the reason why most of us come to want to understand our Our past or our family is just because we want to know. We want to know where we're from. We want to know their stories. More important than anything, it's the stories. Um, And that's why we come to it. So that's what I work with my clients right now. Um, But what I'm going to be working on is starting in September um, for those who are just curious and want to, to put their toes into the genealogical research pool, but more so around the idea of stories. They have a group program called Your Story Kit and Community. Um, so that starts in September and we would be working around starting with your story, then looking at what you already know about your lineage and also having um conversations with your family. And then I have an, a deep dive program that people can learn more about. Um and they can find all of this information on my website, but if they want to do a deep dive with me.
0: Jacqueline, I thank know, I love you it. for sharing with us. This, to me, is such a, you know, again, such a unique blend of understanding where we come from and understanding ourselves and blending together these very historical, scientific-based uh, studies, understandings with our current spiritual self, which, again, we are both and. So I think you've just found such a beautiful way of, integrating those together and for those who are curious or even didn't know they were curious maybe they are now to learn more about their history and their past then do find Jacqueline or follow her work or maybe this even sparks some other other inspiration in you as a listener that's why this show for me exists and is so important that this these conversations are about our own inspiration are my guests inspiration, what inspires them, and then ultimately here to inspire you as the listener to follow whatever that next step is for you or have that next conversation or read that next book or have a spark of inspiration to reach out or connect or do something that your heart and soul is longing to do. So thank you for journeying with Jacqueline and I. And Jacqueline, thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thank you for having me on again. I really, really am honored.
0: Well, it's such a pleasure. And for everyone listening, this is such an honor for me. And I trust that those who were meant to be here were here and are here in this present moment, whatever that present moment may be for you. And until next time, many, many blessings.